It's all thanks to the Hawaiian steel guitar. You're listening to the Waikiki Hawaiian Orchestra with My Hawaiian Evening Star, an Edison Blue Amberol Cylinder released in 1926. Easy breezy sound translated into a big hit for Santo and Johnny Farina with their 1959 hit Sleepwalk, probably one of the most popular instrumental pop songs of all time. You can see that video and learn more about the steel guitar in all its forms at soundbeat.org. Soundbeat is produced at the Belfer Audio Archive, Syracuse University Library. I'm Brett Barry. <laughs> KKU, 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. It's time to pound the poi on The Local Show. KAKU-FM, Kahului, Maui, the voice of Maui. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun To promise lands To show you everyone It's the time of the season for love What's your name? Your daddy. Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? As he takes. You're on the local show with me, Baratoni Midnight KKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui, broadcasting out of Akaku Maui Community Media Center in downtown Kahului, Derry Road. And in the show, on the show today, we got special guest, Sister Wendy. Yay! Hello, and Kitchuhi. No, she's back again. Hey, I'm here about a Marlin. And yeah, hello, Happy Chuhi. No. Hello, Happy Chuhi. Sister Wendy. Sister Wendy. Hi, Sister Wendy. Hey, Bottom Island, how you doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> What's what going on, Marlon? What are you doing today? Nothing, Tony. Oh, boy. You're for the weather. I don't know what weather today. Sans weather today. Special episode with Sister Wendy. She's our resident. Miracle, light worker, supernaturalist, supernaturalist here on the local yeah. show. She was here all July long, and now back only because it's fall break, so the it's kids Halloween. are out of school. Yeah. Kids are out of school. You know what? It just it takes me back to because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of times the fall break would coincide with the Maui Fair, mm. and we haven't had any for the past almost six years already. Six, I know. Let's see what 2020, 2023. Four years. We had to go hit up the pumpkin patch the last weekend. Oh, nice. The Kula pump Pumpkin Patch. Yeah, they're Kula Country Farms. Shout out to Kula Country Farms. I love it. It gives oh. you all that whole, like, the the richness of autumn. Yeah, You know, yeah. you see all the beautiful gourds. and. We've been there before, me and my family. We don't have no reason to go to uh, go to now because the, 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 little, the littlest one is not here. So. Oh, I'd go anyway. The vendors are I good. Know. The food is good. Oh, it's yeah. reasonable. The last when time we went, that? last time we went, we took our dog with us, and she <laughs> was just smelling all the all the all the plants, all the and there's like there's there's chickens too, that's roaming around too, and there's goats. And I'm like, oh, we we'll keep the dog away from these. Yeah, these I didn't animals. see any goats this time. Oh, oh, they did have the petting zoo. Yeah, they the have petting a, zoo area. Yeah, the little goat. They have a sheep. Um, the rabbits, the, yeah. the cow, they had yeah. a baby cow up there. The mini, the mini horse. I think they had like mini horses. They too. didn't have the miniature have, horses. Oh. Well, and not that they won't in the entire time, but they didn't this time. Oh, God. Well, well they've been there before in the past. I hear it's the rain. I have the rain in the background. Yes. Gotta have the thunderstorm going. It's that time of the season. I got the ambiance <laughs> there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. Oh, don't get me started, Baratoni. The majestic wolf. <laughs> I I have a thing for wolves. 
Really? Yeah, where I grew up, we were like out in the sticks, and and there was all kinds of wild animals. And on the full moons, occasionally you could hear them. They'd start howling. Oh God! It was crazy. It was such a like standstill chicken skin kind of moment. You're like, they're out there. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff I want to tackle. I know um, last time you was here, when we had just finished up that month, something happened in the news. Whistleblowers came forward to talk about the existence of biological beings. It got weird, didn't it? Got it? Weird. it, it, it got, got weird. weird. And now it's, the, now it's to the point where, just about a month ago, Mexico came forward saying that they have... They Acti- got the core Possible extraterrestrial uh, skeletons or um, mummified remains. Mm-hmm. And they're doing their testing and everything like that. So, little touch into the, the supernatural world, the paranormal world. We're gonna up dip there, a toe in the it. Extraterrestrial, <laughs> maybe talk about some, uh, some crazy flicks. I know some. The, with the, with, with the uh, introduction of a lot of, like, you know. Uh, paranormal stuff and it comes down to like aliens and stuff like that there is one movie i didn't talk about yet that i watched on the internet hulu it's available on hulu and it really intrigued me i don't know if you, you, you it, this is something you, you your family could watch i mean it's kind of, it's not scary it's not that it's not bloody or anything like that but it's kind of like you know a little, and the thing is that this whole movie only has five minutes of dialogue throughout the whole thing it's like a silent film. It's like a silent film, but you know, you're, you, it's more of a visual visualization of what's going on. The movie is called uh, "No One Will Save You." This sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> "No One Will Save You," and it's a story of a young woman living on her own. Her mother's past. There's past events that cause a lot of the people in the town to not like her. So some some kind of event that happened in the past. And one night she's at she's home alone and she gets visited by something otherworldly. Ooh, why mm. why why am I getting what was it the Spirit Walker Ranch? Something like something that. Something popping more, in. More like close encounters of the third kind, but on a thriller kind of level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if anybody you know if you think one you feel like you're up to uh, in, uh, extraterrestrial thriller. No one will save you, and the whole movie. The whole movie, you get, you, you pretty much get the feeling like I think nobody's gonna save her. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna spoil it, right? Does she get no. saved in the end? Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it. It just, it just, it feels like a lot of these movies that's coming out now. It just feels like they're they're long, they're feature length stories that came from the Twilight Zone. It's like they're revamping some old ideas. You're definitely, I'm getting kind of that vibe. Yeah. Just putting another kind of spin on it, but with the modern sort of psychological thriller aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like they're messing with your mind pretty much the pretty whole much way through. Psychological. Right. You know, you, you're 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 bombarded. It's more like an ASMR type of thriller because you 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 get bombarded by the sounds it's right. the sounds it's the screens it's the the sounds of the aliens coming at you to make like this weird like that's a really interesting um interpretation from the director of how to sort of steer the movie mm-hmm. via how can we make it <clears throat> more freaky just by mm-hmm. where the gap in between what isn't said mm-hmm. right yeah and here's the thing though they do incorporate a lot of the different variations of grays. Mm. There is the, you know, you have the common variation of the gray right. that is like the slim body, big eyes. But then you get introduced to more like tentacleized style or the giant spider-like one. Like remember in Close Encounters, Close Encounters of the Third Kind at the end, the giant spider one comes walking out, the long thin one. I didn't catch that. You never I've, seen that? Oh, you never I seen that? I can't them. remember. You know what? I think I watched it when I was a kid. This came out in the eighties, right? Uh, I think eighty-one, eighty, around there. That 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 right. that seventy-nine, eighty cusp right there. You know? That was a 
fun time in film because they were just sort of, you know, embarking on the whole sci-fi, yeah, yeah, super out there concepts. A lot of the, and then you could get to Spielberg and Lucas just came forward and was like, just just tell a lot of fantastical stories. Because when you look at it, Raiders of the Lost Ark is so supernatural based, religious and supernaturally based, because it's the whole idea of uh, men of power messing with. Mm -hmm. tapping into mm -hmm. a, another worldly thing that is not meant for them right and karma, men in black kind of yeah. weird but then karma <laughs> karma bites them in the ass in the end you know like oh that's what they get so yeah never people never open the ark of the covenant don't do it unless you unless, don't do unless, it. unless you're ready to uh, uh you know what's the word i'm thinking here Taking the power and the wrath of God and all that kind of yeah. stuff, yeah. Bad so, idea. Bad <laughs> idea. Don't do it, everybody. And and, and stay and, and turn your TVs off at night, because you know what you do, your little child getting sucked into the TV. <laughs> yeah. Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't gosh. do it. Don't that, do it. That was one of those that really like. Like biting my fingernails yeah, off w right? watching that one, right? I mean, the, sto <laughs> the story, the story is very fantastical, but the idea of somebody's house being bombarded by uh, supernatural, you know, events like that—it happens. It happens. It's, it, it's, happens. it really happens. I've been watching lately uh, because we have Max. We're um, a lot of the uh, new episodes of. Ghost Adventures. I don't know if you've seen this this show before. It's, I've seen uh, Ghost Hunters. There's Ghost Hunters, but then there's Ghost Adventures, and it's mm -hmm. uh, uh, hosted and led by um, Zach Baggins. He has his team of paranormal people, and they have everything that they need now to go and investigate haunted locations. It, I, I, from watching this show, I didn't realize how many instruments or technologies they have created. So that they can utilize. I'm going to tell you a story about yeah. about the interruption with um, electronics later on because I was always, mm -hmm. you know, I'd heard these stories and I thought, okay, yeah, lights are flickering, woo woo, whatever. You might have electrical problems, right? Mm -hmm. It's that possibility that um, ghost utilizes uh, energy. Well, it interrupts forms. it, yeah. Yeah. It interrupts it usually. And so it's not, I don't think it's intentional on the spiritual being's uh, part. It's just that they they can't not because there's still energy, energy mm -hmm. in that form. Mm -hmm. You can't see the form, right? They've crossed over. So our spiritual eyes, we're not allowed to really, we're not supposed to be tapping into that side. We need to be focused on what's mm -hmm. in the real here, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a reason it's shut off, but I have seen apparitions and things, and it's it's enough to, like, make your blood run cold, and you're mm -hmm. just like, I do not need to be, um, Yeah, no, me you know? too, me too. Growing <laughs> up as a kid, you know, when you're a kid, you're more susceptible to seeing I was things young. around you. I yeah, was young. I was young. Mm -hmm. I saw in my house, using the restroom, finishing up, washing my hand, all of a sudden a dark, I feel like it was somewhat like a native Hawaiian spirit that was behind mm -hmm. me. But what I saw was the figure, the outline of a body, but the eyes were just dark. There's, there's nothing in the eyes. There's blackness. And I'm like... Was this was this a good energy? Was this a bad energy? I don't know. All I know is that some five years after that, maybe five or six years after that, we had um, a local kapuna. He's 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 in the realm. He he not is it. He comes from a path of Christianity plus Hawaiian energy too at the same time. You know so. It's that it's that crossover. It's like Hawaiian energy and Christian stuff, you know. And then uh, where he would go, he would feel the spirits. And then like uh, he he kind of felt like I forget the man's name. He was an amazing guy. He's a local Hawaiian guy, and he has the ability to basically like alarm us to when there is a spirit in the room. So he would fully um, break out in tongues. So he was speaking the tongues. When the tongues will come out, they see no. He know when there's the bad energy is around, and they did a full blessing on our house. And ever since then, no more problem. No more problem. Well, even once in a while. Again, it's 
everybody has that ability. We do have that part mm -hmm. in our in, in our mind where we could like if we learn to hone it ourselves, we could see past that, you know, that that second round, that, 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 that unknown area that, you know, that crosses between reality and that dimension, you know? It's, it's just it's, so spooky that most does, people yeah. like even if you get a toe in it because when you look across there are there's levels to this it doesn't even when it comes to people who cross over in say a negative situation something where it wasn't natural that mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's layers and levels to where people don't automatically descend straight into hell okay but there's other sort of zones and when you don't know what you're doing if you haven't been trained correctly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you need to be real cautious about that you should stay on the light side where you have the protection because once you cross into that space now you're going to experience where the lack of barriers can allow things you're you're walking through a doorway but while you're beyond the doorway the doorway can't be shut right yes that's right if you shut that door you're on the other side you, yeah. So you have to be very cautious. I do not play with that. Remember when I did the reading for you and I said, let's talk to, you know, let's call in. <clears throat> we did the vampire tarot. The vampire tarot. We did that. We the did that. That um, that was Vlad. I, yeah. Was it? It, uh, something yeah. the Vlad Dracula tarot yeah. or something. I got that specifically because I knew that you were into like that kind of thing. And, and next thing you know, the reading came forward. You know, it was like, oh, it was a succubus in my life. Yeah, it was absolutely 100% energy. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Mm. And those things can come through. See, this is why we don't open the doors. It's it's very much warned against because mm. if those doors be opened, the things that can travel through can attach to people and then you have negative attachments. Then you have when really strong spirits come through, occasionally you have possessions. Yeah. This kind of thing. You know, I'm, I'm familiar with a situation currently where someone is, they weren't cautious about their spiritual protection or their spiritual hygiene. And now something is really wreaking havoc. No, 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 no. It's not you. Someone else. It's wreaking havoc in their life, though. It's a very rogue energy. It's very unbridled. It wants to go after just about everybody. And it, it's, it's very... Um, hard to get rid of these things mm, yes. unless you can get somebody to consciously reject whatever it is that's trying to come in and plague their life and tell them you need to go to church my friend because you are without spiritual protection and mm -hmm. right now the only way for you to purify out to the point that that thing can't keep it, it, they, they kind of lay their talons like energetically speaking mm. into the living and they do all sorts of negative crazy things and and I mean if from a Christian perspective they would say everything is the devil that's doing that there are powers and principalities there are levels to this mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> I've just been really praying a lot of you know spiritual protection and light to flood into their household because the person is basically wrecking their whole family Ooh. yeah you, you, there's children involved it's like they're they're hurting them not physically, but psychological through manipulation mm -hmm. and uh, like abusive nature, mm -hmm. and that's how they come through. And that would come down to like you know that's when you start noticing like people start having like vivid nightmares. They would attack them in when they're when that's when they're when most vulnerable, vulnerable when you're sleeping. Right. There's always just stories like that, though, especially when I watch and all the these paranormal stuff. You hear that as right? soon as you said it. <laughs> yes. No. Dreams yeah. are our sacred space. We can have the lucid dreaming energy where we can be connecting to our higher self, to mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. We can be connecting straight directly with God. Our ancestors can come through and speak things that we need to know. They're trying to warn us about. But when you're in that vulnerable state, if you're there without spiritual protection for whatever reason, it, it can absolutely, um, it, can, it can bring you to, you know, even health problems and things because it can start depriving you of your sleep. Yeah. It can be so scary that you can't actually rest comfortably. You can never relax into the deep, that, that state when you're in deep relaxation, mm -hmm. that's where all the healing occurs. For you know everything you do in the day is a, is a minor stress factor, pretty much. You know no, what I mean? Unless you're drinking water. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, you know I drink a lot of water. 
<laughs> Do Before it. Before I sleep, when I wake up, you gotta drink some water. Good mm -hmm. water. Um, when since July, since you've been here last, since you gave me all those readings, I've had nights where I sleep. Peaceful. I had peaceful sleep. I did. I've had you, peaceful sleep. Because you so, had questions yeah. and there was a shift that occurred when those ancestral energies came through to the communicate, yeah? Only time I had rough time sleeping is when the Maui wildfires started to happen. That set everybody like on a tailspin. That was that really hard. The weeks after, it was hard to get a good rest. It really was hard. I haven't slept exactly right since. I keep waking up with like tension headaches in my neck. Like mm. I can't get myself to completely relax again because that's that the nervousness mm -hmm. that this could happen anywhere at yeah. any time. Yeah. And so it definitely it puts you into I think it's shifted everybody here. I don't think anybody's quite the same and I don't know if we ever mm -hmm. really will be. Our our world mm -hmm. now has changed. Mm. And, and, yeah. and it's there's that vulnerability that has made me really cling to God even stronger. Like mm -hmm. I'm praying protection over everybody in my family. You know, <clears throat> every night when I pray, praying for everybody that there's protection over their households and that nothing can come near them that's negative, because that has just absolutely it, devastated. Yeah, it was scary times. It really was. You know that that those week the week after the actually. Even before that, the day after, you know, I already was put on like this weird like sleep gap that happened because we had to rush out of Kihei that night that because night, right? the Palejo Road fire was huge. I didn't realize how bad that was. Luckily enough, it didn't hit residential. And that night, I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of what was happening in Lahaina. And that night, yeah. I slept. And although I was, I was sleeping on uh, a family member's couch, I had a hard time sleeping. I said, what's going on? I feel something Restless, weird. Right? I feel something like, weird happening on Maui. You know, last time we had a fire like this, it was like at the Maui Venice Highway area. I remember when that, when that big fire happened, that was like 2019. That was prior to the COVID, everything, everything that, that happened. That was scary, too. Yeah. That was huge. I've never seen one that big. And then there was also the one in Lahaina that happened, but that was more upper area. And only affected, like, one section of right. houses that happened. Yeah. But that night, it almost, you know how I can, here's how I can explain it to a lot of the geeks out there, okay? That, at that time when the Millennium Falcon came out of the warp, and then they hit an asteroid field. Was, uh, at that time, just yeah, right? Obi-Wan Obi Kenobi, when, when the Death Star destroyed Alderaan, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi Kenobi felt in the force like a million voices just screaming out in agony. That's how it kind of felt for the, uh, the, the two weeks after. It was an overwhelming sense, like, like, like the, the empathic like sadness of the island just kind of like yeah, bombarded me and bombarded it bombarded right. i was like what is going on that's why i wasn't sleeping so good after that uh in the past and too like and then when it comes down to like in the past couple of weeks too i had my sister been sick we'll be going to the hospital and whatever but she's fine now she's at home she's taking care of herself but even with that when that happened i had hard time trying to sleep Right, so you're it's, it's restless. Like, yeah, it's almost like you know that set that that empathic, uh, em that that emotion that's in the air kind of affects me when I sleep. Right, but it's now because now I feel fine. So it's because when you get close to, it's like you're coming to the edge of something, and it, nothing has fallen off the edge yet, but everything is getting on that precipice where that mm -hmm. possibility could occur. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Whenever something is happening like that. Everybody that we have a soul tie to, you know, especially when it's like your sister, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in a larger sense, when it happened in Lahaina, I, I didn't know for a while whether or not my friends had made it out safe. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And so these are people that you've linked up with and there's these cords that connect us. You can't help it when it starts getting sort of electrified in a sense as the thunder rolls. <laughs> when you feel like lightning's about to strike on something, 
you're hyper vigilant, right? Yeah. Right. So what happened over there was different because it was just so rapid the way that it descended on us. We didn't know we were at the edge of a cliff, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all you know, all you know is that something really bad happened, right? And that's what you were seeing in July. Yeah. Remember that a couple of times on the air. You said that we were heading into something really bad that was going to be happening. I could feel it. I told my husband, too. I said, there's something. I'm all chicken skin right now, completely right? chicken skin. I, I said, I remind it's you been too quiet for too long. And it's almost like how when, when Pele isn't like active mm-hmm. and all you get is these little rumblings, little rumblings, and it's like an insight. You know what I mean? It's like a psychic hit. Something's starting to happen. And I knew something was hap- going to happen, but I didn't know what it was. And it, it didn't even occur to me that it could be fire or multiple fires in our case. Mm-hmm. It was so scary because it was everywhere. I have a friend up country who lost basically everything on her farm or home or warehouse, oh, all of cool, her farm yeah. equipment. Kula was bad too, but yeah. because nobody passed in that fire, it has lost a lot of um, attention. You know what I mean? Because it was so tragic and so heavy what happened in Lahaina. Anyways. It was so bizarre, though, because I knew something was coming. I said, it's been too quiet too long. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you, and right within, like, the next couple months, too, Pele woke up again. That's right. And so... Yeah, Kilauea started erupting. Yeah. Right. And so um, I can feel these things when they're coming. And it's like part of me wants to shut that third eye energy where it's like, I don't necessarily need all the details. I don't need to be in that level of hypervigilance or anxiety up until the moment that it occurs you know what I mean it's like so sometimes I have to kind of step away from it a little bit because keeping it on all the time is very draining (laughs) oh yeah you can't be tapped in all the time it's it's too heavy and that's why the veil is the way it is where we can't see across is because if you could see everything that's going on literally you know simultaneously Mm -hmm. about your energy it would be just so distracting. Right, yeah. It would be so distracting yeah. all the time. I find I find that too. Like, okay, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, part, I, I partake in medicinal herbs. And I do, and I'm sitting outside, partaking in my medicinal herbs. And it's almost like when I do get to that point, that level where I'm calm and relaxed, I start to hear voices. And yet, all of a sudden, you know what? Because I'm outside. I'm outside, so I'm I'm in the element. Right. And the area where I'm where I'm, uh, where I'm at, that's all old Hawaiian villages. Mm-hmm. Monsanto Field, that whole area, those old Hawaiian villages that's back the in the day. That's the spirit of the land. Everyone who came before, and I live very close to a heiau, and in that area, there are spirits that. Other, don't rem- they don't realize that they're not on duty anymore. It's Wahe'e, right? The Wahe'e area. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wahe'e is so sacred. It is. There's Major. There's so much that people don't know, and it's almost like you kind of have to keep a lid on it a little bit because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people don't have no sensibility when it comes to honoring what is sacred. But I will say, tread lightly. Take your sandals off, Moses. You're on sacred ground. You sure. know what I mean? Because there, there really is... You're you're literally walking in the place where I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. The spirit of the land, when you start having like downloads and things like this, the spirit of the land, the energy of that place where your feet have tread before remembers you. That's right. And you remember it too. And there's a chord between those two things. Even when you're talking about places that you're like, why am I so connected to this culture? It doesn't make any sense. Why am I so connected to this mm-hmm. thing? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not even, you know, my kid's Hapa, so she, but she, the Asian that she vibes to, it's so crazy. I, I, I kid you not, she came through here and she did it specifically, it's going to sound so weird to a lot of people, because of the Japanese influence. She is not Japanese. She can't speak her native tongue, but she can speak conversational Japanese. Okay. Right, and her and I have both always wanted to go. There's something that just calls t- us to the sacred spaces in Japan. Want to go see Mount Fuji? Want to go up to where the hot springs are? Mount, Mount Fuji is so like that's lit. The energy that's, that's is a ley so line hot crazy. Spot. Yeah, <clears throat> directly is. connected to Mauna Kea. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Directly connected. 
That's, do you wonder why in Japanese culture there's such a beautiful celebration of Hawaiian culture? It's because it's there's a direct ley line and there's nothing obstructing it. Wow. Not a single thing. There's other hot spots that we're directly connected to, but I'm, I'm not going to go too far into it right now. Just But that particular one. Mm. I have um, Celtic Gaelic roots too. And so for mm. whatever reason, um, I have good friends and they, they're, they're tapped into that energy too. They want There's something in them that is always inclined towards like druidic culture. Mm. Yeah. And the magic that was there before those people were either exiled or completely, you know, annihilated. Yeah. We don't really know what happened to the Druids, so. Christianity. Well, they usurped what the role of the Druids would you know, had been historically mm -hmm. for a very yeah. long time. And I think it just went underground, that's all. Just like so many other things. There's still practice to this day. I mean, a lot of people, like, you know, the, the, there's still books on, like, understanding uh, runes and... Uh, you know all of these symbolization uh, symbols of uh, that old Druid style and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, there's just two people today that find interest. You can go out there and you can research it yourself. The you know the ways of ancient Samaria, um, Hittites, and all those like those old like wisdom type go way back yeah go way way back. way way back and where did they where did they get their where did they get their magic from it was already here on the earth yeah it's been here for the longest were, time they were harnessing earth magic they learned to understand mm -hmm. it and they propagated that as if it was something it's almost like they were given the seed of knowledge they replanted it propagated it and what grew from it was like you know massive and it turned into an entire cultural understanding. You know what I mean? And that leaked into other cultures, including Christianity. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. look at how a lot of these things are, I don't know that they're so much hidden anymore, but for the longest time they were, but Solomon was very heavy into magic, mm -hmm. very heavy into magic. And, but we don't speak of him that way. You know what I mean? We, that, we, don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we, don't talk, we don't talk about that. Just like, just like a canto. We, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we don't <laughs> talk about Solomon. No, no. We're going to take a quick break we'll, right now and uh, keep it here on KAKU 88.5 FM, The Voice of Maui. It's the local show. Let's play some music by the Jim Carroll Band. Upstairs, elevating community and conversation. Every third Thursday on October 19th, we talk story with water sports cinematographer, producer, and director Jace Panabianco. Jace captures intimate water shots in some of the most aggressive conditions. Watch excerpts of his work from Red Bull's Paradigm Lost, Who is JOB, Apple's Make or Break series, and film projects like his latest, Broken Molds, the origin story of windsurfing. 5:30 to 7:30 p.m. Register at allkaku.org. The Grateful 
Dead played a different set list at every show. Since no two concerts were ever the same on stage, the same goes with the Grateful Dead radio program on KAKU 88.5 FM. Saturday night at 8 and Sunday night at 9, it's dead air. It's an hour of killer recordings, stories from the taper section, tall tales from the parking lot, and I'll throw in an interview from time to time. Hey, I'm Corey Daniels. Saturday night at 8 and Sunday night at 9, you'll get dead air on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. All Maui, all the time, anywhere you go. Maui Stream from Maui Lovers. An all-new mobile app for your phone. Watch Maui's community channels live in HD. Find your favorite programs with custom playlists. Submit your own videos. Listen to KAKU 88.5. Available now on the App Store and Google Play. Maui Stream. Three islands, one stream. How's it? I'm Baratoni from The Local Show. KAKU is one listener-supported station. That means that all the kind shows you hear, like me, are sponsored by you, the listener, as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear like that, go to kakufm.org slash donate and give today. And don't miss the local show Monday through Thursdays live at 1 p.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. On the local show with me, Baratuni Midnight and Sister Wendy, and a special supernatural miracle like working mysticism and all that fun stuff talk right here on the local show today. And Brother Marlin is still on the line, I think. You still there, brother? Yeah. Oh, still. you are there. Hey, he's listening to us talk about all the supernatural stuff. He likes to listen. It's a spooky show, spooky stuff. What so, was that last song? Was that Smashing Pumpkins? Smashing Pumpkins. I thought Ava I heard some Billy Corgan in there. He recently got married. He got married to his longtime partner. They had two. They have two children together, and you can basically find him just cruising along a flea market. <laughs> He's like one of those cool guys. It's like, what do I? What? What does a rocker do on a Saturday afternoon? He just goes out in his Mr. Yeah. Rogers sweater and just, you know, shops for... Actually, no. He, he's like, like I, saw, I saw a video of him, and he's wearing sweats, like Adidas sweats and like a, and like a baseball hat. And he's just roaming... He's trying to blend in. Farmer's market and stuff like that. His wife is a... I think she's like a designer or something. And she has like... Whole like witch, witchy vibe coming oh, from really? her, yeah. And his wedding, uh, for his wedding, he had a regular tux on the top, but the bottom is a long flowing gown, so kind of Scottish kind of. <laughs> sounds like something he would have done. Black, like, oh my gosh, yeah. like a black kilt. Yeah, but oh. it's all the way down to his legs, so very gothic. I guess so. He's still maintaining a vibe. I'm just thinking, how's that? How's the month of October for the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins? Do you it's ever escape that? No, no way. God, he will forever. And I love he he, he still performs and stuff like that. I, I saw my bucket list one day. If we could just see Billy Corgan perform, you know, it's not the original Smashing Pumpkins lineup, but still, you know, like I like, like what's what else is on my bucket list? I want to see the Foo Fighters concert. And Metallica. Can they still days. tour? Yeah. No way. They're they're in their sixties. I know. Already. I'm thinking is Hetfield like seventy yet? James Hetfield. Every once in a while, you'll see him here on the island. No. What? He likes to cruise Maui. What's up, James Hetfield? James Hetfield. Like, <laughs> shout, um, shout out. <laughs> I was at a drag race one time, 
and this has been Ron Caps. Ron Caps is a uh, NHRA drag racer. He drives the the Napa uh, dragster, mm-hmm. and he was on island for an event over here during the time of the Memorial Day uh, drag races, and um, I wasn't aware that James Hatfield was down here hanging out with Ron Caps. They're like best friends. They're like buddies, and of course it's James Hatfield, the, the dude, metal hunting and 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 fast cars yeah fast yeah. cars that's that's james ever that's 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 the rocker it's a rocker mentality right there but uh yeah if ever if ever run into james hadfield the only the only other the only rocker i've run into on maui was alice cooper oh really he's just randomly like he just finished like a a, a round of tennis or something mm-hmm. and then you, i just see him like i'm like he's wearing a white shorts and pink collared shirt Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's like very like he's not he's, he he's not look what like, you think. He's not he doesn't look like Alice Cooper. The only way I I, I, I like figured out that it was him is like I took a good look at their face and like that's Alice Cooper's nose. <laughs> that's it. I I recognize no that nose it. and then I said Alice Cooper. And he's like yeah, and I was wearing like my T-shirt at the time was a uh, was a T-shirt for a double feature horror film called um, uh, I Drink Your Blood and I Eat Your Skin. Oh my god! So he saw the T-shirt and he was like, "Yeah, I think I have those movies at home." Like, oh, it's one of the best movies I ever made, man. <laughs> it's horrible movies, but for horror geeks, you know, we like anything. So yeah, yeah he was he was famous for that definite sort of um, the original edge, shock, shock, the shock rock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah shock. Uh, okay, so now let's get into some of this uh, whistleblower stuff. I know you were talking about you, you kind of mentioned it in passing. We were messaging each other after. Like prior when we started finishing up our shows in July, and then that had dropped. And it's so weird that that had dropped that week prior going into August. That the weird things that happened between the ending of July and the beginning of August. One, you got a whistleblower, um, people that came forward to talk about um, biological life forms that the government has. I still put them up in quote. I don't know why I put them up in quotation. I guess you know. I mean, it's not a f- fully affirmative because you know. But they're playing with it. Like, is it yeah. or isn't it? Because now you've got like yeah. the high military. You know. Yeah. So uh, be- between, like, I didn't want to lose my job, and they're like busting right? it out on Sky News Australia or something. Yeah. It's like this guy sounds like he might be full of it. I'm not sure if he's doing this for like. Who put you up to this? Right? I Who don't know. Who put you up? But they're, apparently they're official. They're official whistleblowers, apparently. So we had that. Then we had the passing of Pee Wee Herman. The week prior to the uh, the wildfires, we had the passing of Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do with Pee Wee Herman. Let me do the laugh. <laughs> he made scooters popular. I remember that part. Right? He did the bike, he did the scooters and the bike and all that kind of stuff, and the Pee Playhouse and all that stuff. What a weird guy. He was kind of a weird one. He was a weird guy. He was a little edgy. No, he, did, he, did, he, did, he did some like, very scandalous things. Yeah, he kind of got scandalous. He did some scandalous things, but overall, you know, I remember when I first saw uh his 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 stage show that uh, was recorded for hbo back in the day so the hbo comedy comedy playhouse something like that and it would show his original stage show that he did in la mm-hmm. and already from then i was weirded out really because he had the, so he had funny. he had zombie in the box it's a a, a a genie head that opens up in the box and he's like repeat after me kids i'm like what Oh my gosh, I right. vaguely recall something right. like that. You know, there's a couple of those like that. Like, be aware of the weirdos that be like running young children shows. There's another mm. one named Blippy who apparently had some really serious scandalous. Like, in what? his in his former Blippi. life, you know Blippy. You know Blippy. Oh man, I didn't know what what scandalous uh, thing happened. He's he's kind of nasty. I'm just gonna go with that. No. And then um, who was it? The guy who did Blues Clues apparently was all super like coked up and ended up. The original guy, Steve. Steve, the original. So why he had left the show? Right. See now. But then he came back. Dude. He came back for the movie though. Cause they did. They did do a Blues Clues movie I'm where they sure featured he's not all three. Side anymore. <laughs> We never know, but uh, I I know that when he had left Blue's Clues, 
he went in he 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 started a um alternative slash punk rock band because that's a natural transition that's a natural transition from <laughs> from kids show to punk rock I mean, you know, yeah. a little coked up. Okay, I can see how that might happen. Happens. Well, <laughs> he was a little Vanilla, jaded from getting kicked off the Blues Clues well, show. Vanilla, Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ooh. Ice was such a, uh, uh, you know, a clean cut hip hop, '90s, you know, heartthrob. He and went then, down a weird avenue. And then he went down the weird avenue. And then last time I heard, like his albums was more like heavy metal, rap yeah, he's metal, angry now, huh? rap metal right. kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these whatever. people are not supernatural. They're so mundane. I'm kidding. But yeah, there's there's weird things that happen between that and then the wildfires happen, and like now we now there's more like an opening for the paranormal world, the supernatural world. There's more people like after all of these things. Now we're heading into um, you know um, negative energy coming from the Middle East as well. I don't even want to talk about that. No, I don't want to get. It's too intense. I don't want. It's just. I don't like getting into intense things. It's you know, too, it's, it's overwhelming tough. for yeah. me. Right now, know? every time I look at it, though, I will tell you, there's certain spirits that preside over certain areas at certain times. When this mm-hmm. thing happened in Lahaina, the spirit of sorrow overtook, like an absolute deluge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking at the spirit that's over there, it's a very angry energy. It's a rage infused. Mm-hmm. And so I'm only speaking about this because when it comes to the supernatural, you can find these things in localities that are as simple as a building, mm-hmm. a hale in your home, or it can go completely over a county, or it can go over a state, or it can spread over a country. Right now you have a, it's like a cloud almost. Energetically speaking, the way that I visualize it, when it's, it's heavy in the air, like almost like almost almost like a smog mm. you know when they, they did smog. fern gully and hexus comes out mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. remember that yeah it's something like that and it's got this what a perfect analogy for what's happening in the east actually it's like oil and grime gasoline it's like right. this really like and uh, who was it tim curry did it so he's got like that emphatic like you know intense voice that's what it's like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, to shift that out of there would take a, a, a catastrophic amount of, I don't know, catastrophic's not the right word, a monumental amount of energy on the part mm-hmm. of the collective right now to mm-hmm. shift that out. That's the mm-hmm. magic that we have is that we can do things like that. Um, at this moment, the focus is everybody getting, they, they find themselves under the cloud, though, under the smog. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like the acid rain just is it's permeating. It's it's eating through everything. It's very wormwood. Is it what's happening is very revelations, okay? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. we're like living in biblical times. It is getting mm-hmm. weird. Are they trying to prompt it? Probably. You know yeah. what I mean? Are they trying to instigate it to fulfill prophecy? It won't work. It'll backfire hard. See Yeah, you can hear that. Hundred percent. Right? And it's just a CD there. <laughs> That's coincidental. Yeah, yeah. that coincides. But the, the, uh, the, you, you got to think about it, though. The, the land that's there already has centuries upon centuries of war. And the energy that's centuries. over it is very greedy. Yeah. It's very money lust. It's even, very like... Even ever since the Crusades, ever since back then, I mean, the, the Middle East has always been at war in some way. It's because of the spirits of the place. They won't leave. They're very anchored in, you know? Um, Just like Maui, as a a collective energy, Mm -hmm. the mana that's here, you know, as a child of Pele energy, it's very healing. It's a very healer energy. So it's very strange to us when we have another spirit that kind of comes and encroaches and just sort of sits on everything mm-hmm. and it doesn't want to move you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. It, it's taking a lot and it's still going to continue to take a lot it's going to take a lot of people mm-hmm. heavy prayer work to try and come in and figure out how to um because it kind of hoolied really hard mm-hmm. and it hasn't come back around we're still kind of like in it's the weird transition. It. Yeah, right. It's going to take a while. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And um, when you think about it, though, already 
Lahaina was always a sacred place. It is. And then they built on it. But then, uh, you know, already it was a part of it. You know, old Lahaina town, all the way to now, how they modernized everything. You know, it, 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 was, it was a town. Now, you not only add on the spirits that was already in there, you're going to add on the suffering spirits that are trapped there now. Those that couldn't make it out of that town. So let's talk about rites of passage a little bit for a minute. Because okay. if you don't... If you don't do things correctly, if you don't have a practitioner who can move those spirits on mm -hmm. in a peaceful way, um, you end up with a lot of tortured energy and it can't find a place and it's confused a lot of the energy. And so it starts attaching to people and it may be <clears throat> not even, you know, hold tight one second. Sorry about that. Alarm went off. Um, I, thought, I thought I saw your phone blinking over there. So what's going on over there? <laughs> what's going on? The electricity, electronics. <laughs> Um, right now, it's going to take a lot of people. I think this is maybe the most important thing that we can do on the show today is to try to get people to tap into the knowing, the knowledge, the connection to the land because the Aina is hurt. Very it's, much. It's so, real yeah. hurt. Yes. It's not just the people, which the people are very hurt too, but they're experiencing, it's almost like a psychosomatic thing. You can't look at that and feel okay. You know, yeah. it's not okay. <clears throat> so it's going to take a lot to heal it. Um, and that that takes people stepping into the role in a supernatural sense to figure out what is it I'm being called to do? What is it I have come to this now time for? Mm -hmm. That's a very supernatural experience because that is talking about your soul journey. If you're here now and you spot it, you got it. It's kind of what's going on. You need to figure out how to hold people through experiences like that and it's the same thing in any situation but the problem right now that i'm seeing is because we haven't recovered everyone that those spirits can't be honored necessarily in the way that we want to you know what i mean and it, it turns into kind of a soul trauma energy mm. okay and so that must be healed it must be dissipated you know what i mean it must be allowed to flow back out so that those spirit because everything is locked up in the akash okay in the book of life mm -hmm. everything you've done everything you will do it's all there okay so figuring out how to transmute that that's a heavy word for a lot of people they're not used to that one but transmutation it's the alchemy where you have to figure out how to turn the baser energies into that higher vibrational energy mm, so okay. that the spirit can go on in peace a lot of problems happen when spirits aren't there's a way to do it <clears throat> to send them across the rainbow bridge yeah. in peace but those practitioners the thing i'm worried about is there isn't very many left mm -hmm. so I hope and I believe that they are. They know what their kuleana is. Mm -hmm. Did you take part of the, um, I remember, was it, I think it was September 1st, they had that big uh, collective. Out. Yeah, yeah. I actually was driving through. I was taking a load of supplies out to Honokawai at the time. And okay. so I was going across when everybody was parking and I was like, Oh, yeah, the paddle out is today. I've never seen the poly look like that. It was thousands and thousands of cars, oh. like a parking lot for miles from Papalua all the way almost to Oluwalu. Yeah. And it literally took me like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to drive that stretch between Papalua and Oluwalu. That's only like three to five miles. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you have to go slow because everybody's moving. There's boards like I've never seen that many people in the water. And I've seen a lot of paddle outs. That one was like mm -hmm. my heart just like well, I, can't, I still can't watch the footage okay, so without you're crying. You're talking about the paddle out. Okay, there was that, but there's also a collective chant um, oh, a yeah, blessing yeah, yeah, of the yeah. whole islands. And right. the, all the Hawaiian leaders were together. I did see that. As well as the Christian leaders as well at churches. There was like, we were having like life links coming in from Oahu, Kauai, yep, Big Island, Maui alone. Um, a lot of the crew over here were up at four in the morning just to get out get there. Up to buy to get to sunrise yeah. because they had to be there for the sunrise, the yeah. moon and the sun setting. Yeah. And a lot of that was healing and that helped the spirits to be at ease to move across. Yes, those specific types of um, actions, they know they're being honored. They see what we're doing just should, like our ancestors. But you think there should be more us. there should be more of that though. Like it's we're good. Gonna have you to have continue. to do, continue. Yeah, there yeah. should be a continuous like uh, chanting and blessing on 
at least until Lina. we can honor everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we still have people on the list that I don't, I really there's, don't think they're ever going to find them. There's still, but, yeah, there's names that, that people are like, they're still missing. You, I don't think, it, the fire took a lot. It did. It, it, just, it, it was, just took a lot. It was, it was so very horrific. It was, it's the horror movie of Maui. Right. Really, like, you know. Way scarier than anything in Hollywood. Very, very scary. Because it was so real. You know, yeah. I've been working with, um, can I do a shout out really quick? Quick shout out. I've been working with Nakia'i o Maui and they, it's the guardians and protectors of Maui is what mm-hmm. that means, right? Um, they have been doing, you know, boots on the ground since day one, war memorial, awesome. dealing with that trauma. Those are the kind of people who are absolutely transmuting the energy. Mm-hmm. These are highly spiritual people that wouldn't be able to do it without their spiritual bearings. I'm a very spiritual person, but this knocked me so far mm-hmm. off kilter. Like, I I went so far in one direction. I was, it was almost like paralysis. And it was a test, though. And I felt like you failed that test. You need to go back out there. This is how I ended up getting connected with that organization was because you need to be there right now to help them. You have to ground Definitely. the trauma. Yeah. It's way, this is the supernatural thing that's bizarre is that the spiritual aspect of what has gone on, what's happened to people's spirits, how they locked up and they weren't mm-hmm. capable to release that mm-hmm. trauma. Yeah. That's, that can go on for so long, but it's a spiritual problem. Like the only way to solve that is with a spiritual solution and that's the people who are you know walking in the spirit of the most high we know where the children of god kind of energy is show up be present distribute it may not look like you're doing a lot but you taking this or that or just you know making a connection for somebody so that this thing over here can get to who it needs to be with over there those like I said, in the Akash, everything is recorded. This is like spiritual merit. You're doing what you need to do to be in right alignment with your creator so that you can walk the path correctly. Is awesome. It, yeah. We're getting so close, huh? Yeah, we we're close. So we're there already. Are we Thank there? you for coming in. Yeah. Definitely. Again, uh, Sister Wendy, you can follow her on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Um, Maui Miraculous Light Worker. You can find her there. I have two on two. Facebook. I have the and Maui Moonboat. Yeah. And the Miraculous Light Worker. Yep. And so. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Hope to on. connect with you guys later. She'll probably Aloha. pop back. She'll probably back. Uh, pop back in again. Maybe around the holiday time. I think we can do that. Holiday close times. to Close to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Christmas times. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode of the local show. Mahalo for tuning in. Aloha Maui.
Akaku Upstairs, elevating community and conversation. Every third Thursday on October 19th, we talk story with water sports cinematographer, producer and director Jace Ponabianco. Jace captures intimate water shots in some of the most aggressive conditions. Watch excerpts of his work from Red Bull's Paradigm Lost, Who's J.O.B., Apple's Make or Break series, and film projects like his latest, Broken Molds, the origin story of windsurfing, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m.